You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Ladies and gentlemen, you can flee the country, you can change your name. You can have more orgasms at your parents than you ever did in your four-year relationship. <laughs> Damn. Mm-hmm. Nothing. But nothing. 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 We'll save you from a better life. Oh. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Welcome to the watch list. Motherfucker. How's this everybody show doing? is angsty tonight. Hell yeah. Crank that Nirvana. Follow <laughs> <laughs> up the jams. Um, <laughs> Y'all ready for this? <laughs> Just gets 90s jock jam in here. <laughs> uh, Sounds like a good night to me. <laughs> Fuck. Fireball shots all around and jock jams. Uh, <laughs> I secretly hate everything, but I don't. I, what else is new? Very emo this week. We are. You know, this was a really rough retrograde, and it's been over for like, what, two weeks? And I still feel like it's that blackhead on Dr. Pumpa Popper that somebody didn't get for like 10 years, <laughs> and the shit just keeps coming out. It smells like a goddamn locker room. And she's like, Tell me if I'm hurting you. Am I hurting you? <laughs> oh, God. Yes, you're squeezing my face. There's a light at the end of this tunnel. There is. <laughs> there is a light. Uh, so yeah, it was it was rough. I I do have to tell you guys something. So, <clears throat> I was talking to Holly about guided meditation, and I'm hard pressed to find a center in Southeast Michigan that exclusively offers guided meditation. Um, there's some that do, and they do. Um, excuse me. Like there's Buddhist clinics. I'm looking for. I mean, I don't. I I wouldn't mind going to that. That's fine. But there's no secular ones. Um, and there's also some that. Uh, the offer. Oh, we do yoga too, which I was watching an M- MSNBC special about how guided meditation is now a million dollar industry. And this guy, I think it's called Infraspace, he created his own clinic in the Flatiron sector of New York. And he, and, and these rooms are just fabulous. I mean, you, you feel like you're in an observatory. You know, like uh, where you go to look at the stars and stuff, and uh, the the you know the the meditation pillows are are, are for that purpose. You know, for putting your you, you sitting in Caesar style. It's really cool, and he's he's a really good writer. And um, what he did was not only is it does he offer the clinic, but you know, to places like let's say Quick and Loans, where people work like sixteen hours a day, right? It, he takes it on the road. Like there's, they have vans that send in Travel meditation. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. And the, the app that he has, like you can pay a monthly subscription fee. Yeah. If you're on the road traveling, you can tune in if you're like in a hotel room or whatever um, and do your guided meditation there. That oh. is genius. And it was one of those things like, I hate you. That's awesome. I, I didn't I think of that. Seriously. <laughs> you know, I don't think it like only... I mean, you. I, I'm sure he's a yogi. I didn't get that deep into it because right. I was reading the subtitles because I was at the gym. But I was like, I, you know, he probably is a yogi. But if you're just doing exclusively guided meditation, you know, you just have to have, for one, experience and passion in meditation. Two, just be a really good writer. So that sparked my interest. And I'm like, I really want to do this. So um, last night I found on YouTube because I wanted to get hip to it again these guided meditations and what I found was um, sleep hypnosis, which is pretty much the same thing. Um, It's eight hours of, and 
it you listen to it for you you can't do it just one night but for 30 nights in a row um this uh you know whatever you're trying to accomplish let's say you want to make more money let's say that you have a lot of cognitive blocks self-doubt fears that are keeping you from thinking straight um anything that you want to manifest you listen to in these eight hours and of course his voice is lower and then higher and it's at different frequencies so i'm thinking like Mm -hmm. i would need a headset to make this uh these sound effects which is really cool and i thought at first i'm like there's no way i'm gonna be falling asleep with headphones in my ear this guy whispering to me like right here it's like somebody being right next to you like in your ear like holy shit and i did get scared at first because the room that i'm in now is the room that i had the sleep paralysis event in and i'm like i don't want to be out of control or in a trance where i'm paralyzed and see you know of course there's those fears and I think it's those subconscious fears that, because I did fall asleep and I could still hear him. And I do think it worked. But twice, I, you know how in a dream where you fall, where you feel mm-hmm. like you're falling off a building? I jumped. I startled myself awake. Right. Because I think I was slipping into a trance, not a sleep paralysis one, but my subconscious fear went, no. And I went, Whoa! Right. Oh, makes sense. And I was still listening to it, listening to it. And then it was one o'clock in the morning because I went to bed fairly early. I'm like, oh, let's go to the next one. (laughs) So (laughs) it was pretty cool, though. I'm going to keep doing it. I think it was a very positive experience. Um, So there's that. And uh, have you guys had any experience with uh, uh, lucid dreaming or meditation like that? Um. I feel like because someone came into my massage job and told me about meditation and how they had done it to calm their anxiety. And I have a lot of anxiety that I try to calm down, but I have so many things that run through my head and it's hard to quiet it down. Well, he said I need to try meditation and I don't know. And I was actually thinking about this not too long ago. I don't know what's blocking me, but I have a hard time like staying still and focusing. Oh, yeah. I do too. So I think it's hard for me to just even sit down and do it. Uh, but I think I would benefit from it. So now I've never really had any experiences with that. I mean, uh, I did, like I said, my uncle, um, he tried to do the, the past life regression therapy on me where you put someone under hypnosis. And I started to relax and I felt myself... Um, feeling really light like you're floating on a cloud and that's actually one of his analogies imagine yourself floating on a cloud you're you know so that your body feels weightless and you're supposed to slip into this deep state of relaxation well like i said before on the past on the um podcast since this is my uncle i can only slip so deep into relaxation because i feel like i'm gonna say something stupid (laughs) (laughs) you know i feel like i'm gonna tell something like when I was this year old, I did this shit, you know? I like, took that 20 out of your wallet. <laughs> so I feel like I, I couldn't relax enough. And I, I don't know, too. Maybe that's part of the anxiety. I so if I do the guided meditation to you, you're like, oh, shit, I'm going to say something stupid. I think when you know the person and <laughs> that it's, one time it's your on family spring break. member and you care what they think. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> because like we were talking about with therapists and such like that. You don't, you don't care as much what they think because you don't know them. Right. And 
when it's a stranger, you don't really care because you don't have to see them all the time unless you're paying them. Right. <laughs> so to quiet my brain down, I've always had a problem with that. You know, I, I do that too because I think <clears throat> we all suffer from relaxers guilt where we're like, I could be doing something way more productive with my time and we see it as selfish. And I think in the society, we're trained to be that way, which is very sad. And that's why they have apps now, like the Calm app that right. I see all the time on Instagram. And it says, take 15 seconds and you build up to certain times. It, it was a cool thing too. It said 15 seconds and it would count down. It act like nobody expects anything of you. And it does reset your mind. You know what? I don't have a, I have a problem relaxing and shutting my brain off and just focusing what I'm focusing on because I also have anxiety like you do. So it's constantly like making your brain run and what should I do? What should I, what should I be doing? I need to do this. I didn't do that right. Like it's constant like questioning. Yeah, basically. You know, I I can't really meditate, but at the same point, like that's also why I smoke weed so that I can sit there, smoke weed, watch TV and get wrapped up in, I don't know, Ozark or whatever and have some sort of downtime. As long as my brain is entertained by something, I won't be thinking about it. It's when I try to go to sleep that I have really huge issues because everything's quiet, even right. with a noisemaker. But the stimulant so. is going to be numbing, which right. is, which is it's relaxation in and of itself. Yeah. But you also want clarity. So what I right. when I first started meditation, I had the same problem. <clears throat> and someone told me to light a candle and focus on the flame. Just stare at it. Because you will become a trance because the flame actually looks like a person dancing. And then you'll start to think and all of a sudden your mind, because again, it's it's the stimulant, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> your mind is starting to shuffle and organize thoughts. And then you'll start to receive clarity as you're watching this sort of flame dancer. It kind of looks like a, you know, one of those jewelry box ballerinas. It's really cool mm-hmm. after you just stare at it for so long and you're meditating. Huh. I will try that because one of my favorite things at nighttime when it's quiet is to sit there and look at a candle because I like watching it dance on the ceiling and the walls and everything. The fire. Yeah, you know? it is. It's very it's um, relaxing. Mm-hmm. I know that um, this man said, you know, focus on your breathing uh, and that'll help calm your brain down as well and be able to go into a meditate. <laughs> 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 I'm hyperventilating. <laughs> It's like a Lamaze. <laughs> <laughs> I have I'm asthma. Focused. I'm really focused. <laughs> it's working. What'd you say? Uh, <laughs> so he said, focus on your breathing. Uh, the way that he talks, he's always so mellow. And he could be one of those guys that, you know, what's his name on the radio that did Alan this? Alan Allman? Yes. Alan Allman. He, he I mean, oh, maybe yeah. not that deep of a voice, but he, he has passed a very... away, poor guy. He did? What? Yeah. He um, soothes millions ago. of people uh, every night. Yeah. Pillow talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but he just is very calm. It's mm-hmm. very soothing voice. Yeah. Reassuring voice. You know, someone, someone talks to you and you feel like, okay, I feel, I feel like I'm doing a session on you, mm-hmm. but I felt like you just gave me a session about life. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I feel like I should have paid you for this session. Uh, but he made me feel good because he said, uh, I was a lot like you. I had a lot of anxiety and I actually had a lot of 
uh, anger and I was really angry about a lot of different things and I, I didn't want to take any medications and that's why I started looking into alternatives. Well, right. meditation was the one thing that stuck with me and really helped turn things around for me and I don't take any medications at all. He's like, uh, I don't seem to have that mind chatter and that anxiety that I used to have. Uh, hmm. And then he said that he changed his whole life around. He used to work for somebody. And he started his own business. Wow. He's really successful. He has a lot of things going on. He's able to manage them really well. Fantastic. Um, he's like, I see that in you too, but I feel like you have to get there as far as you need to meditate and it'll become clear to you. Yeah, it's got to be consistent. That's why I'm and doing the 30-day thing. What is that where you meditate every day? With the same, with the for- same intention. You know, because like I looked up the one about cognitive roadblocks, like self-doubt, fear, all the subconscious shit that's keeping you from accomplishing your goals. Because, I mean, law of attraction, right? We hold ourselves back. Mm -hmm. You know, we are limitless, but we cannot help what's been ingrained in us. Yeah, absolutely. Not until you know it's there and you actually face it head on and you're actually, you know... um, aware of it so that you stop yourself from getting in your own way exactly i felt like i let him down though because he had gave me this whole speech and i felt really good about it and i'm like oh i just can't meditate like i don't know why i can't bring myself to do it and then i saw him again you know a few weeks after that and he's like so did you meditate and i was like no you disappoint me i felt like I was letting down my dad like <laughs> he just gave me this beautiful advice and made me feel really good and i'm like i can't do it i'm so sorry i mean i can't do it you're you you a disgrace ne- you, you can't do things <laughs> because it's putting negative energy out there but <clears throat> i'm going to try <laughs> i think that's the thing too is that we're we're trying hard like focus when really it's just about, I mean, it's got to be the right ambiance, the mood. And I think that's what guided meditation, that's where that comes in. Because I think when it's guided and somebody is telling you, okay, I need you to do this. Right. And then with this voice and this, it changes frequencies and very melodic. And then mm-hmm. you're like. And be like. <laughs> you know, you're, I just went cross-eyed. But it's, it's, you are like, it is hypnosis. Yeah. It really is. But in the most relaxing, it's not like you're being forced against your will or you couldn't break out of it but it's it's brainwashing you to fucking relax right exactly because it's harder to do on your own like i i had a couple uh i had a couple credits left off off phonic and i decided to cancel it because i don't really listen to audiobooks i don't have a long commute i don't really do stuff outside i just work all the time so i don't really have the opportunity to listen to them but i was like oh i'll grab a couple like meditation things off of here because I suck at doing it on my own. So maybe if I have some like soothing, cool voice to tell me what to do and everything, maybe it'll help. But if I could see a meditation guru, that would be amazing because this is like my last ditch effort at trying meditation before I actually go through the, you know, struggle of trying to actually find somebody who knows what they're doing and talking about to show me to do it. I'll uh, I'll send a link to our group message that we have going on, okay. and we'll talk about it on the next show. Even if you just listen to a little bit of it, just I want your feedback and um and there's so many channels and some some are better than others. And you can tell by the comments. Right, some have thousands, hundreds of thousands of followers. Some have like thirty seven. Um, but um, you know, I this one guy, guy, I 
I'm still trying to find out. Like, I should have saved the link because my client asked me about it today. And I was like, yeah, I'll send it to you. I'm trying to find it. Like, what was I listening to? And uh, people were like, Thomas, like, this changed my life. You know, and this is the guy with, like, hundreds of thousands of followers. Right. And it's absolutely free. And, um, yeah, go through YouTube. And, yeah, God, thank God for YouTube. Really. I mean, seriously. It's, oh, Jesus, a divorced woman built an actual house with her and her kids uh, from watching YouTube tutorials. Holy YouTube crap. Is a gift. And then she wrote a book about it. And now, like, they have this absolutely gorgeous house that they all, like, built up and how I followed other people. Like, yeah, <laughs> I know, right? But still, I mean, she did it. Good for you, girl. By the way, I'm just too yeah. lazy to build a whole entire well, house. At my apartment, like, <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't, I never call that. Uh, <laughs> you know? All that, too, and the money. I mean, yeah. We're going to stay in the meantime. You know, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think the other reason why what you're talking about works too, Casey, is um, with someone teaching people meditation is that, well, I can say for myself, it's really hard to get relaxed in my house because I have a dog there that barks at me a lot for different things. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He barks anytime he hears kids. a noise. Yeah. He barks anytime he hears strangers. He he barks anytime that he wants to go outside or play or, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here and if I'm trying to meditate or even just have a minute watching you, uh, Netflix, he's like, bleh, bleh. I'm like, come Pay on. Pay attention to me. My stress levels are going up right now. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Don't you have a mute button? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a. Uh, I mean, you get rid of the dog. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but you need to teach you, the dog but, to meditate. I want to see the dog sitting Indian style. Like, I mean, dogs do oh. yoga when they see their owners doing it. I've seen <laughs> that on dog, YouTube. Yeah. They're like, dog. oh, that's uh, what we're doing. Okay, but even if you don't have a dog, I mean, a lot of people find their house to be a little bit stressful because they got. Their kids there, or their their husband, or their wife, or I'm not saying that family is stressful, and that's not, hell I'm yeah. Say, they are. I'm saying I'm saying that <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess I'm kind of saying that, but <laughs> it's hard to find your own corner of the universe. Like it's hard to find even 30 minutes for some people. When so when you're single is a way if to you be. have kids or a husband or a wife or whatever you have. They're always asking you for something. They're always looking for something. They're always want like. <laughs> or you know what? That's you why you get the whole family house. involved. You get the yeah. whole family involved. Like I know. Um, like 80% of my clientele is teachers and there's a few that, you know, with the, the kindergartners now they're starting to do, okay, this is the time where we practice stretching. We practice breathing mm-hmm. instead of it's nap time. Right. They say you need to calm down. Like we have to bring this class down. So I want you to stretch, breathe in, breathe out. And it becomes almost like yoga. But <clears throat> if you can get your whole family on the same level, like, that's cool, too. He's like, imagine walking in with your three kids, and you're all like, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, that's why they do the classes. Like, okay, I'm going to go do this. And my other client was saying this today, was that it has to be, especially with her, she's like, it has to be right after work. So the, the time better line up, and I better bring my clothes, because once I go home, I'm home. Mm-hmm. Like it's I, I'm that person, and said like, you know I'm the same way. So that's also another reason I'm hard pressed because like what if okay let's say I find a meditation class is like well this is intermediate or expert, you know I want a beginner's class because I haven't done it in a class setting for a long time, you know and well they don't have that at 
7.30 when you're getting out of work. You know, that sucks. I work a lot. Right. And I'm out of town a lot, so. But, um, yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I think it comes down to, as well, I mean, the pet thing sucks, but, like, being open with your partner and saying, listen, I'm really stressed out. I'm going to need 30 minutes a day where you're out of my hair. Please take the kids somewhere. And if you have a partner that's willing to do that or like, hey, I'm going to take them to the park. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to do my 30 minute thing. And I think because you're going to be a much nicer person because of it, they'll be pro that. Like, oh, oh yeah, we'll go get ice cream. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it's about being open too. like, this is really important to me. Right. So <clears throat> dogs don't understand. Um, that's why you give him Benadryl. <laughs> <laughs> that does nothing to my dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, your dog, the views your and dog needs rhino tranquilizer. You have a big ass dog. The views and opinions of podcast Detroit. <laughs> right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's not necessarily express. Yeah, the views of this station. Which I mean, <laughs> if you'd see Holly's dog, you know it was. It's not a dog. It's Clydesdale. That thing could pull uh. a Budweiser cart. What uh? What kind of dog do you have? Uh, I'm talking about my, my German Shepherd. Is it like a King Shepherd? He's he like he comes up to my hip when he stands up. Oh, but if he I mean, like when he's like on all fours. Oh, okay. But if he's like he in the to air, rape me. does he like? <laughs> <laughs> I believe that dog and he's like, oh, he's almost protein. <laughs> dog thing. Doggy style. It was doggy style too. I'm like, I'm like, no. Oh, so he's like super aggressive. He's not just like sitting there yipping. He's jumping up on you with his big hand paws. His and, hand paws. <laughs> yeah. Like, his big hand paws. paws. Love me. Uh, <laughs> that would be very distracting. He tries to dominate. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I got, I got a, 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 a love mark somewhere on my arm. <laughs> a, a, uh, and this wasn't the dog's fault. It was a Christmas incident. Miscommunication, man. Thought I was going yeah. for that meat stick. Looked at me. Oh, thank nice. God I had two layers of clothes on and went into like police <laughs> mode. And like, fuck, I don't want your meat stick. Ah! Hey, have it. <laughs> and Holly had to wrangle him off. She's like, no. <laughs> you can't eat my cousin. Right, exactly. That's exactly what she said, too. <laughs> She's not a beef stick. <laughs> <clears throat> but anyway, I mean, animals happen. Yeah. He's a good dog, though. He's a very good dog. He's just a, he's a big, big nut. <laughs> big old nut. Animals are fantastic. Doesn't mean they don't suck sometimes, but right. they are I don't want to say. I don't want to say when animals attack. I to say when animals act a fool. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I feel like he's a lot like a child, and I hate to say that because people really hate that. <clears throat> but um. I mean, he they're is. basically like toddlers that don't grow up. He's into stuff. You know? And I know when I hear certain noises, he's into something. And I'm like, don't do that. I, I can hear it. I know you're doing that. <laughs> and then he, I catch him doing something and he'll like look all ashamed and then he'll go cower. Like, no, I wasn't doing that. Uh, and then, like I know I'm grounded now. <laughs> well, it's like being a kid and he treats you like yeah. his mom. Like he knows yeah. when he's in trouble. And the kids know when they're in trouble. So... Animals are funny, but um, are. the only reason people freak out when they're like, "You can't be an animal mom," is because they're like all proud of the fact that I don't know they do all this shit for their kids that they, they really pay attention the to. Their vagina. Hate yeah, that exactly. man. They're like all that too. 
don't compare dogs to children. They're not children. I'm like, of course, a dog is not a child. Duh. They're still but, childlike, though. But granted, they're not going to go to college <laughs> you or still raise it. You freaking still needy. It, right? Here, I'll give you my dog for a week, and you don't. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. These are people that don't really own pets. I guarantee his poop is bigger than your infants. I'm just saying. Uh, my dog, you know what? You should have a bumper sticker that said, my dog will poop on your child. <laughs> Shit on board. Warning. Um. So I, I, let me know, like, do you think this is wrong? I saw a person with the, um, the bumper sticker that I sent Casey a picture of it. And oh, I was, yeah. ki- I was kind of like, well, that's kind of strange, but I mean, it was humorous. <laughs> But it said, my autistic child will lick your honor student. <laughs> and I try to admit, like, like lick is in, like, <laughs> not like, physically lick, but then you think about. I thought it was physically lick. I, I think it means physically. <laughs> like, not like, in some my gross, autistic like, child will know, lick your honor way. student. And I was, like, but, sitting there, like, I mean, yeah, that's funny. Because knowing our autistic, our autistic cousin, like, that's something that they deal with is they don't um, understand spatial relationships. Right. So they'll want to touch you. Yeah. Like, and they don't know it's in, inappropriate to keep touching someone like that. Right. Um, and, and they're not thinking of it in those terms. No, they just don't understand so, boundaries necessarily. So when you say something like that, that's what my mind went to at first. I'm like, no, they couldn't mean that. Could they? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like behind them driving and I'm like, I got to show this to Casey because I found it funny, but at the same time, I'm like, well, that seems weird <laughs> to put your child out there like that. They probably don't even have a child. They just thought it was funny. I'm like, where'd you get this bumper sticker? That was cool bumper sticker. Look at that. Uh, I want to meet your kid. So if you uh, if you think that's funny or not funny, call 248-579-5260. Yeah, do you think that is something that is offensive and wrong? Because it seems like it puts the child down. It was it supposed to be funny, or do you think it's all in good humor and you have to laugh because that's what life's about? Well, it's like Dave said from, of course, uh, um, the proprietor of podcast IT and the, the D. He said you either laugh, you can laugh at everything or nothing. Right. It, everything's fair game or nothing is funny, and I totally agree with right. that. I totally agree. And you can say that that's off color, or I don't care for that kind of humor. That's fine, but. Well, yeah. you're making the conscious choice to be miserable, so keep that to yourself. Exactly. Keep your miserable ass over there, because I thought it was funny. <laughs> I also did. So that number is 248 579 5260. got Casey's face. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she got one eyebrow up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's 248. We in the Royal Oak. Okay. <laughs> Dead Royal Oaks. Hoes in different area, coach. You know. Hoes in different area, coach. Where are my hoes at? Call at 248 Come on, y'all. Oh, shoot. So um, let's jump into this. All right. So according to uh, a lot of news sources, this may be big news. Uh, independent.co.uk uh Alien conspiracy theories swirl after FBI evacuates space observatory and refuses to say why. Quote, there was a lot of stuff going on up there. <laughs> um, Profound. Oh, crud muffin. Okay. A conspiracy theory 
that proof of alien life is being covered up is swirling after FBI agents swooped on a space observatory and evacuated it and refused to explain why or what has happened. The Sunspot Solar Observatory usually spends its time looking at the sun and trying to understand our celestial neighbor. But it has been banned from doing so for the past week, since federal agents secretly arrived and shut down the entire area. Its website only says that the shutdown happened due to unforeseen circumstances and that the facility would remain closed until further notice. Aliens. Mm-hmm. Local police said they had received reports that FBI agents arrived in a Black Hawk helicopter and swooped around the observatory. They would not even tell law enforcement why they were there, police said. Uh, the local sheriff's office said it had no explanation of what had happened, uh, but suggested that there was a lot of stuff going on. The FBI is refusing to tell us what's going on. Uh, Otero County Sheriff Benny House told ABC7, we've got people up there at Sunspot that requested us to stand by while they evacuated. Nobody would really elaborate on any circumstances as to why the FBI were up there, uh, what their purpose was, nobody will say. He also described the mysterious scene as the FBI swooped on the uh, facility. For the FBI to get involved that quick and be so secretive about it, uh, there was a lot of stuff going on up there. There was a Black Hawk helicopter, a bunch of people around uh, antennas and work crews on towers, but nobody would tell us anything. The mystery in the observatory's uh, usual work has led to theories across the internet suggesting that the shutdown came after scientists spotted something they shouldn't have. One prominent YouTube channel suggested it had actually seen an alien aircraft, for instance. Conspiracy theories have been encouraged by the fact that the observatory uh, is only around uh, 200 kilometers from the famous Roswell site. Um, in 1947, a UFO dropped dropped fell down to earth uh, there that prompted stories that it was an actual uh, alien craft. O officials initially said it was a weather balloon. That's where that infamous, it was a weather balloon came from. Uh, but it later became clear that it was actually part of something, some secretive nuclear testing, but some still claim it was something more extraterrestrial. What the hell? Because there's not even like a fake explanation offered up, just like, shut up. Get the hell out of here. That's the part of your pay grade. Up <laughs> right. Black Rock helicopters. Base. I mean, and this is several news sites. The sheriff of the county saying, yes, this in fact happened. And it was the freakiest thing ever. I mean, that sounds super legit. Just saying. Plus, everybody's known there's been aliens for years because Roswell. Yeah. And Area 51 and like a billion other examples over the years. So yeah, duh. Canada's former minister of defense even went on record several times saying, yes, there are aliens. Yes, I was there. Yes, I saw, you know, the, the crafts myself in the sky. I mean, it's just cocky as shit to think that we are the only beings in the whole entire universe that are smarter than basically bears and, you know, cheetahs because... Yeah, cocky. Cheetos. Well, dangerously cheesy. Everybody evacuate. <laughs> Cheetos. I kind of want Cheetos now, though. Everybody evacuate. I need a napkin. Go. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> they don't have to answer to anybody. Local cops, again, above your pay grade. They don't bring Blackhawks in for like simple shit. Right. Well, okay. We're so, we're talking about an observatory, right? 
So we're looking up at the sun. Mm-hmm. Something was going on out there. Everybody's like, block the telescope. <laughs> you know, like something was coming. We don't want anyone Black to see this shit. Won't you come, come and block out the sun? <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't abduct my son. He'll lick you. <laughs> my alien son will lick your honor student. <laughs> you mean illegal now alien? That's a bumper sticker. I'm really, really offended. No, my alien son will probe your honor student. <laughs> yeah, yes. Perfect. You know, I do. There is a, a, a sticker, you know, the stick figure family where there's one being abducted by an alien at the end. Like, that's perfect. I'm going to get that from my, my car. That is cute. Uh, uh, everything is alien. <laughs> I mean, like, who could deny this? I, w- I want somebody to try to rationalize this explanation or this event. Again, you're more than welcome to call 248 579 5260. Because damn, because <laughs> damn, like Blackhawk helicopters, like they didn't even try to disguise like that. Yeah. This looks like a UFO movie. They, I think they were like, shit. What do we say? There's gonna be a documentary about this, like in say a year. nothing for we sure. Nothing. Totally gonna watch it. No habla inglés. Well, if you say something made up, all I can say is shut it like, down. Uh, that doesn't sound right. It's <clears throat> a so weather mean, balloon. It's a hot air balloon going by. Everybody back up. <laughs> this is a, a hot air balloon police escort. Barack Obama's <laughs> up there. We need everybody to clear out. Barack's taking one for the team. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, would you like to ride in my beautiful balloon? He's like the Wizard of Oz. Uh, how close I wanted to make him sound like Chef. Like, hey there, children. <laughs> We're running an experiment to see how close you can get to the sun. <laughs> Brock's like, I'll do it. Uh, it's hot up there. <laughs> I'm starting to sweat, y'all. <laughs> Shit. It's hot. Get me out of this balloon. I'm ready to come down now. That's why the Black Hawks were like, we got to go get them. But unreal, man, and it's it's only a few you know kilometers from the initial famous nineteen what nineteen forty seven uh, spacecraft landing. You know, it's a did they come back to celebrate an anniversary? Was it the same month, the day? I mean, I feel like they're like a year late. You know, well, because mm-hmm. it would have been like twenty seventeen. That about like fifty years. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm not even thinking about what year it is. Let's go mess with the humans. Right. You know, it was one of the aliens that got argue drunk. argue over whether or not we exist. Right. Because <laughs> they have nothing but Oh, our- yeah, they were probably like, oh, man, humans do exist. I'm going to prove it to you. I'm going to get my ass down there right now. They were like. We're going down to Earth right now. Way too lit from doing keg stands. And they're like, fuck it, I'm going down there. Does it seem like there's more alien activity now than there used to be, or is it just we're more aware now? Something's going on. I feel like they're like, wow, humans are literally regressing. So let's just go down there, <laughs> visit every in. now and then, and the stupider they seem to get, at some point, alien there's death. a cutoff point, we're going to kill them off. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just it, man. 
Something's going on because, like, we haven't talked about alien visitors a whole lot in the past five years, but this year we have a lot. We've seen a lot of shit in the sky. Things have been really quiet for a long time, so it makes you really wonder what's going on. Or is it a big smoke screen? Is it just all fake and theatrical because something bigger is happening? Blackhawks don't come out for fakeness. And sheriffs aren't like, oh, my God, there's a black hawk because nobody's cool with their sheriff, like, hallucinating black hawks. <laughs> That's true. And, you know, I always say, and I've said it before, you know, all those alien interviews with sheriffs and police departments yeah. and mayors, they risk their jobs and reputations to go on these shows. So, you Everything. know, there's some weight to what they're saying. Yeah. They're not, you know, mayor's not just going to make that shit up. He's like, yeah, was or a sheriff. I felt it. I got probed. <laughs> Vote for me. I can still feel it in my butt. Probe 19. <laughs> I can feel it. <laughs> in my butt tonight. Hold on. Phil Collins comes down. Maybe that's, you know, maybe that's what it was. It's like <laughs> some music star wants to play the observatory and they were checking it out. They're like, everybody clear out. Britney Spears is here. And she was like, oops, I did it again. <laughs> Cause she's oh she's in Vegas and then isn't it Roswell Roswell New Mexico? I feel like she's probably an alien favorite. They're like oh Brittany's on stage right now like it's looking Brittany down from like super reptilian. smart globe. They're like we can totally see her. <laughs> I think Christina Aguilarian. Christina Aguilarian. Aguilarian. <laughs> she, she, she looks Aguilarian. reptilian, doesn't she? Look at her face. She does. She her does. face is shaped like that. And then yeah. Lord is a big one that they, that all these conspiracy theorists. That believe in the reptilian race and hybrids, um, they're like Lord is definitely a reptilian. I look at her face, I'm like, oh shit, you're right. It's like her eye, her eyes are gills that were like blink at you. I'm like, woo. I mean, I love her, and I think I think she's actually a very exquisite looking woman. She's she's very um, she's delicate and pretty, and you know, uh, but so are uh, you know bearded dragons. So, <laughs> you know, I'm just bearded saying. Bearded dragon's very delicate. <laughs> but she doesn't stand still like a bearded dragon. Um, Not to switch gears, but did you guys hear about the uh, the shakeup in New Mexico as far as the vampire facials? What? No, what happened? In ne- New Mexico, there was a spa I've been there. Googling the shit out of those. So I'm like, hmm, is that what Gwen Stefani had done? Because she looks it's, amazing. It's what uh, right? Kim Kardashian, I guess she started a craze a couple of years ago because she had gotten it done. And there's a place in New Mexico that got um, shut down because they were not properly disposing of their needles. So Ew. people needed to be tested for HIV and hepatitis <gasps> because they were unsanitary. Uh, so... What happened was this girl went in for a vampire facial, and if you're not familiar what that means, it's they actually have to take a blood sample, and I think that they use, I can't, I can't remember if it's the plasma from the blood and they inject it so, into yeah. your skin, and it's supposed to be really hydrating and, and make you look more youthful by using your own blood's plasma. <clears throat> and I think that they kind of smear the blood across your face, too, like That's gross. like a mask. So, <laughs> I mean, but it's working. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the problem was, that wasn't even the problem. The problem is that they weren't disposing the needles properly. So it was just un- unsanitary. And I don't know if they were reusing needles. Because wh- why would they say, I mean, even if, well, yeah, if you haven't used needles laying around. But 
if you're reusing the needles, yeah, then you could get HIV and hell yeah, that's gnarly. Uh, so what happened was this woman went in for a vampire facial and she um, contracted some kind of infection. And when she got tested for this infection, um, and she said that she had this vampire facial at the spot, and then they went to go see what was going on and found out that there was a lot of unsanitary practicing, and they shut them down. That's gross. And then they they put out a message to everyone who went in there and said, you need to get tested. I mean, how pissed off would you be if you had had safe sex your whole life? You go get a vampire facial, and then boom, AIDS. I got HIV from a vampire facial. I got a facial from a vampire. Well, there you go. Because, well, I was just thinking about the benefits of having... not funny, but funny. Like, the blood injected, because... Well, Holly and I are both estheticians, and... During the massage portion of the facial, where you, you kind of tap your fingertips on the skin, that part is called tapotment, and that's supposed to um, jumpstart the circulation. So, yeah, you do appear more youthful because obviously, anywhere where the circulation is more dead, you know, you've got like sagging skin, like cellulite, anything. And, and even when we're trying to get rid of cellulite, what do we do? Oh, we stimulate the area. We try to get everything moving, the lymph system. Right. That's so. why those big. They're not big, but those little rubber cup things were like a huge selling thing. I have them. I just hasn't, haven't used them. The blasters and yeah. stuff. It's yeah. supposed to like rub out your cellulite and yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. loose skin, everything. Yeah. I've, I've used the, uh, I, I forget what it's called, a, a, a gouache stone, something like that. There was a, a craze for a minute where people were using this slate stone that you would grind against your skin. And it was smooth. It was just a, like a sharpened edge. But like a pumice stone? A shaped pumice stone? A shaped one, or? yeah. So it, it didn't scrape your skin, but it was narrow at the end. And you would rub it across your skin and you see all this red coming to the surface as if you're being bruised. But it's not. It's supposed to be like um, dead cells and waste. And you give it a day and it all goes away. Huh. And um, I took a, a class on it when it was a, like, a mini craze for a second because I was hoping like, cause I've lost, you know, well over a hundred pounds. And of course, you know, through weight training and stuff, thank God I don't have as much loose skin as I do, but I still have it. And, um, I, I use it on that and I want to say maybe it kind of worked, uh, but not the results that I was expecting. I, of course I wasn't expecting a miracle, but, um, but yeah, it looked like somebody beat the shit out of my stomach. Like it was in a boxing match, and then after a day, it just went all went away. And then of course, your body mm-hmm. takes it and dumps it in the lymph system, urine, whatever. That's what they have. Poop with it these, out. Um, sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, you're good. <laughs> you can say whatever. I just didn't interrupt you on accident. Uh, kid's gonna so, lick you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, they they still actually have that craze, which is like the fascia bla- blasters, is what they call them. And yeah, it's a t- it's a handheld tool, or someone else can do it to you. Um, and a lot of a lot of women use it on their stomach or their thighs, but it makes them have bruises, which go away after so many days. And it's supposed to supposedly, if you do it so many days, you know, or weeks, you'll see a noticeable difference. The area looks smoother and such. But these people will have these gigantic bruises. Look like they got beat up. You know, someone whacked him. Shit. But, you know, baseball bat facial. (laughs) (laughs) I think I saw that in Casino. (laughs) 
I'll t- I'll take some aggression now. Let me have that thing. <laughs> right. It's very therapeutic. And I'll like it, and it, five bucks a person. And again, not to, not to switch gears back. I, 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 sorry, I was just like cruising through the comments about the uh, the observatory. Um, someone commented: there are conspiracy theories that a mega solar storm is on its way, but current images of the sun contra- uh, contradict this. Uh, a lesson in astrophysics: lifetime of the sun, a normal, irrelevant star, is thought to last for ten billion years. It's been burning fuel for approximately five billion. Uh, but long before it gets anywhere near 10 billion, it will turn into a red star, gradually getting larger, and it may swallow the Earth. How long did it remain a red star? The fact is, if we're accurate, uh, these figures can mean this planet may be habitable for 2 billion years at most. Um, perhaps they have been early signs. We do know one thing, climate change coincidence. Um but yeah, I mean, a, a lot of people are totally on board. There's, there's no skeptics here. They're like, okay, yeah, something did happen. Um, but uh, maybe <clears throat> someone in the observatory contracted HIV through the vampire facial, and <laughs> they were busting like a whole operation in the observatory in the basement. Maybe it was drugs. You know what? Who knows? Because it couldn't, it doesn't have to be alien related. Obviously, the FBI got involved, and we think Roswell, we think aliens, we think observatory, we think all that stuff. But who the hell knows? There could have been another operation happening there. Yeah. Now, this is my rational, rational, vanilla explanation: is like drugs, cartel, whatever that was going on. These are is that likely? No. But if I'm gonna play devil's advocate, maybe it was something like that. Crime. Blackhawks. Maybe the FEMA Do check Do they come bones. in for drugs? I feel like no. No. That's what, like, SWAT is for. They come in with big trucks and guns and shit. Right. I don't know. I don't know, dog. Aliens. <laughs> I just like saying that. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for the day when <clears throat> they're like, okay, guys, there are aliens. Let's just get it out in the open. And then everyone can be like, we knew. Okay. Well, yeah, and just then like, the like 10 people that are like, they're not real are like, oh, yeah. Well, just like look at the, Kennedy- <laughs> the 10 people. The uh, Kennedy assassination <laughs> files that were released by the CIA proving that Oswald was not the shooter. Right. And people were like, cricket, cricket. The government lied, no way, because we are so hip to all this shit now. So, the, I mean, the th- that's the thing is back in the 60s, you just believed what you were told. Uh. And now if somebody said that, yes, aliens, like if it doesn't matter, o- Obama, Trump, Bush, whoever said it, that yes, there are aliens. No one would bat a fucking eye. Right. <laughs> they wouldn't. They, Putin could be like, I, I have a UFO here. You know, like I am a UFO and people would not bat an eye. Yeah. Because things are so weird now. It just weird is the new norm. Putin could be on TV eating a sandwich with an alien and be like, see, they're definitely real. He'd be like, we knew. I feel like that yeah. would be the next hot thing. Like, celebrity aliens. <laughs> the, uh, every, everyone abzi- abzi- unzips their skin suit and you're like, I did not disrespect Justin Timberlake. Like, the Pitt. paparazzi's all right. trying to aim up at the sky. Is that Xenon? In the- <laughs> <laughs> Look at him all looking fly in his arm. Uh- <laughs> 
UFO. Can, can I still breed with Bradley Cooper though? Like, can we can we do a cross species thing? I mean, for sure, cross species sex would become a huge thing, and it would not be bestiality; it'd just be cross species. Well, that yeah. would be yeah, that would be the latest models. Yeah, everybody. Oh my God, everyone would try like, to enslave aliens to have sex with them. There would be like a whole entire alien the slave trade. trade because humans are the worst. Ka- it probably is. Casey's eyes are like. <laughs> <laughs> The underground blown. black market alien sex ran by the Illuminatus. This is all making sense. <laughs> Shit's real. People. They were in the sky making a Probably sex deal and a sex tape. Area Fifty One is basically just a big ass brothel. I want to see that tail going in orifice. <laughs> this is real life hentai. Look at those tentacles fly. <laughs> this sounds very poetic. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Ah, it's beautiful. Jeez. It's so beautiful, you guys. <laughs> so, do you guys believe that um, that if someone passes away, <clears throat> that they would actually come back to visit someone? Yes. I believe that. I believe my grandparents visit me in my dreams when I'm going through really rough times. Huh. Yeah. And uh, do you? Oh, no, I do. But how how would would you say that you know that it's them and not just a regular dream? I mean, because it's very like- vivid, and I usually wake up crying, but it's like happy, sad tears. And it's are, both are they always in the same um, like are, place? Are, no, I mean, are they always the same uh, way you envision them each time? The way that you remember them. Well, yeah. It's never been like uh, my grandma's coming down with like angel wings and a halo and stuff. And she's like, Jessica. Playing a harp. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know how to play harp. You're fake. You're like, These are lies. <laughs> you never played harp for us. Who are you really? <laughs> you don't, Get out of my grandma. What do, get out of my grandma. Get out of my grandma. If I had a nickel ghost. for every time I said that. <laughs> Get out of my grandma. <laughs> so, well, you. you all right, I need a drink. I, <laughs> I always like talk about my clients, but somebody did bring this up recently. Is that her father passed away at the beginning of this year, and her mother's still alive, and she was sleeping in the recliner, and she said she screamed, and the dog yelped before she screamed. And huh. she said, someone is here in the house because they touched me. They they kissed me on the lips or I felt something on my lips and the covers are on me. And so they flicked on the lights and stuff. And um, the client, you know, her daughter had to explain like, I think that was dad because he used to do that when she would fall asleep, kiss her on the lips and because she felt something cold on her lip. And then Pull, pull the blanket over and she and she was upset with herself that she got upset didn't think about that and truly didn't like enjoy the genuine moment i mean find you're it only endearing. human right well that's what i yeah. said i go she she cherished it after the fact i mean but she's like i feel so stupid now i ruined the moment I'm like no you, you didn't but you were scared <laughs> yeah it wouldn't be it's weird that the dog reacted before she felt the the you know the, the cold on her lips so the dog could see something well, I think that's what makes it so like legit because animals are sensitive to everything. If you get angry before you even yell or say anything, 
Like they take off because they can actually feel like your anger. They're very, very sensitive. Like cats, dogs, just animals in general. So, you know, I think that definitely makes it legit because the dog yelped and then she was like, oh my God, this cold thing's kissing me on my mouth. Right. You know, a salamander crawl across my lap. <laughs> <laughs> this lady that I um, know, she said that she brought this. <laughs> it's not a blood painting, okay, guys? <laughs> but she brought this painting in the house. <laughs> Damn it, and it's a picture of, uh, I believe it's a picture of a man. Anyway, she puts it. She put it in this one corner, and she has a dog that's about. I think it's a, a lab, or at least the size of a lab. And the dog sometimes just goes in the corner and stares at it. It won't. It never went in that corner before, and did that. But it just stares at it. And she said, "Then my dog would go in the, the corner, and I never really thought about why it was there. But then I noticed it was looking at the, <laughs> the picture on the wall." And I just put it up there not even that long ago. And there's been several times I've caught the dog doing that. Not every single day, but, you know, every couple months I'll see the dog just randomly go in the corner and look up at that picture. Lift his leg and... (laughs) (laughs) She's like, doesn't do that to any other one. Just that one. But I thought it was interesting. Um, But yeah, the reason I ask about people who passed away and... How you would envision that they are, uh, do you think that you see them as just the way that you remember them? Like maybe they can morph into what you remember them as? I don't know. Right. Um, versus what other people remember them as. Uh, so that's more comforting. Well, Amy Winehouse's dad claims that Amy Winehouse still comes to visit him uh, after death. And he was on this show, which I've never heard this show before, um, (laughs) but it's called Loose Women, (laughs) (laughs) which sounds really weird because it's like this is all heartfelt story about his his uh, daughter coming back to visit him. And then he's on the show called Loose Women talking about this. Mm -hmm. So I don't I don't know. (laughs) Are you sure this is the right place to be talking about this? What were they talking about before that? That's what I want to know. Right. Yeah, right. But he said that it's it's a good experience. Like it's a wonderful feeling. Um they were asking him, well, do you see Amy as a child or do you see her as an adult? Like and he's like, I don't really different differentiate, you know, as an adult or as a child. Um but his experience was that when he feels like he can tell that it's Amy, um, he feels these electrical impulse. That's what the way he described it as. Hmm. It's interesting to find that several people have different views on either seeing things, hearing things, because, you know, some people have heard their name or hear that person's voice of someone that passed away and that's how they, or smell, they smell that cologne or perfume that they were used to um, see different signs that they think are signs from someone who's passed away that they were close to or like um, um, Jess was saying or sorry Casey you were saying about the kiss on the lips thing Mm -hmm. the cold it's never it's never consistent yeah um 
this makes you wonder. That's the one thing that I always found interesting, and I, I wonder why there would be different forms. And I think it really has to do with your take, because if you remember someone as a smell, well, maybe they pick that up. Like, well, I always wore this perfume, or I always wore this cologne, and that's how I can get to them. And then they will know, and maybe they'll feel comforted. Casey's like, Casey, I need a fart or something. No. Oh, okay. Casey, so you remember them as a smell. So I just meant giving a eulogy like, um, I won't remember Holly so much as a person, but as a smell. <laughs> what? She Nobody always I, wore that weird ass perfume. Weird Al perfume. <laughs> that weird Al. That weird ass Al perfume. <laughs> she's here <laughs> you know i did i had this experience and i i tried to tell myself it didn't happen but it actually did it did um <clears throat> uh one of my dear friends uh matt passed away um one of my longest clients actually my my longest client and um on the way to his funeral i remember like i was uh, getting ready and i was i was so mad at him still i kept yelling as i was getting ready i'm like i can't believe you're making me do this you died way too young, and if you, I, I was so mad. I'm like, if you had just lost the weight, if you had just stopped smoking cigarettes, you know, all this stuff, like blaming him for this and that, for leaving this world, because I missed him so much. And uh, he loved disco. He loved to dance. He loved 70s music. And so I played the Amazon disco station on the way to his funeral, and I look, because I'm like, I'm not touching the volume button, and the volume dial on the stereo i could see was going up crank 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 and uh it was at at, at a moment where i i did say something else now i'm like i can't believe you're making me do this like i'm so upset with you and uh, i was not touching the steering wheel volume my hands were like this and like i i saw the actual dial like move like the level said volume up and like that's that was incredible and i just started laughing because i knew he was there that's nice. Yeah, it was, it was nice. I I you know I you you think I would cry at that moment, but I actually started laughing because I'm like, okay, I'm glad you're still here with me. Yeah. All right, I'll do this thing. Right. <laughs> Crank the Donna Summer. Let's. Oh no, it was. I think it was the Gap Band. You dropped the bomb on me or something like that. Something <laughs> like that. Bomb on me, baby. He's like, pump up them jams. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, and then when I got there, because it was it, his church was is the old Taylor Lanes, like they bought it, and so there was a, a disco ball still in like where they have the church ceremony that was left over from the bowling alley, mm-hmm. and so when I got up there to talk, I said, "Can I just say how appropriate it is that there's a disco ball at Matt's funeral?" <laughs> it was cute. It was real cute. And then I opened with a few jokes because he was really funny. I want to lighten the mood. Mm-hmm. He taught me what a cummerbund was. I had no idea. You know those thick uh, waistbands from the, like, you see yeah, on tuxes? Yeah, Well, he was on a Detroit dance show. He was a regular on there, the scene back in the 80s. Uh-huh. And I, I want to say, no, it wasn't that you were the only white guy out there. It was because of the cummerbund. <laughs> so I always called him the cummerbund coochie slayer. <laughs> But I'm like, oh yeah, that's what. Because he said, "Do you know what a cummerbund is?" I said, "No." And he goes, "This is what a cummerbund is." 
Yeah, we miss you, Matt. But anyway, yeah, I have experienced that. And I did cherish the moment I knew it was happening. Unlike uh, Cold Lips. Cold Lips. I feel like it's like, <laughs> hungry eyes, like Cold Lips. <laughs> you know, my mom the other day, which which is a weird thing because my mom has dementia. <clears throat> and I think sometimes she's experiencing things like that. Because she's talking to people all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, but... Uh, my, my grandpa did the same thing. He would be talking to... I don't know, people that weren't there that were from his past and stuff, and you know, they've yeah. been gone for years. And I'm like, at some, sometimes, like, it was just so vivid. You're like, are you actually seeing these people or are you right. hallucinating? Because it seems too real to hallucinate. But then he saw a cat in the street one day and yelled at my mom to go get it and it wasn't there. So I was like, ah, oh, shit. I don't know. This it's is really confusing. Cat, right? Is it a ghost cat? <laughs> Maybe it's a ghost cat. Look at a pictures of, cat. of a cat from his past. <laughs> People with dementia aren't seeing shit. They're just on a higher plane than we are. That's what I like to say. That's what I like to say. Though my mom tells me, she's like, your father is so good to me. He was, He's much better than your first dad. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I busted out laughing. And I said, well, thing, maybe it's the evolution of my father, right? So like, I go, mom, is this like Old Testament versus New Testament? And she goes, Yeah. So I go in the living room and I tell her, like, I guess you're much better than my first. You're much better than her first husband. And my dad dies laughing. He goes, I know she tells me that all the time. <laughs> That's too funny. Dad, you've grown my mom so was much. only married once. And I look exactly like my father. So there, there's no doubt in my mind. That's too funny. <laughs> anyway. So, Jess, have you experienced anything like that, that you can think of or know anybody? Uh, where I, like, uh, felt someone's, I don't know. Well, you, well, you talked about the dream. Yeah. So, the dreams, yeah. And then there have been times where I've had really, 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 really low points. I'm not sure if that was God, like, comforting me or, you know, my grandma's presence came in the room and because I still have like the blanket that I got her years ago and stuff and she slept with it on the end of her bed forever. And I have the blanket. I know it's creepy that she like died in, but whatever. It makes me feel closer to her. So every now and then, like when I've gone through really, 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 really low stuff, like if I'm cuddling with that blanket, like I don't know. I've just felt like a wave of calm wash over me and I'm not sure where that's coming from. I don't know if it's because God is like comforting me or my grandma's presence showed up and was like, no, no. A little bit of both. You calm down. Or if it, yeah, it was both. So you never know. But honestly, it was like mid freaking mental breakdown and came out of nowhere. It wasn't Aww. like a, you know, when you needed mental breakdown sigh of relief in my brain or anything. So right. it came from somewhere outward. Inward. Well, you think about people that speak in tongues, and we've talked about this before, where, you know, <clears throat> why would so many people have to fake it? Obviously, they're spazzing out, they're sweating, and they're in this trance forever saying the same thing over and over that's totally right, not understandable. So it's like, if you do want to play devil's advocate, you could just say, maybe they're, they're not talking to God, but they're talking to somebody. They made a connection from beyond. Why fake it? You know, I could see, you know, faith healers doing that all the time or they could put plants in the audience. But you're going to like the deep south and you're going doing like documentaries on these folks who aren't getting a paid a damn dime for anything. And they're just wigging out. Mm -hmm. Some of them don't even know they're being filmed. 
I think uh, some of that is for real and some of it is just fake because as well, like ridiculous as the sound, yeah. yeah, like some Christians are competitive to make people feel or outwardly seem like they're somehow more anointed than other Christians, which is right. It's always the a most competition. shit I've ever seen in my entire life. But I have actually seen that where people are just fake talking in tongues and you're like, you're just literally saying gibberish. Like there isn't anything mm-hmm. anointed about it. But I mean, that came from somewhere. People just didn't start doing it out of nowhere. Right. You know? And of course, with, it's a Pentecostal thing. The day of Pentecost is when they feel that the Holy Spirit ascended upon right. um, the the apostles and they call it the day of Pentecost. And they all started speaking languages that nobody knew. Right. Um, but uh, Holly, have you experienced anything like that? Um, no, not, I've had experience with, uh, ghosts or spirits or whatever you want to call it, but not anybody that I felt like was my my relative or someone that I was close to. I mean, I've been somewhere that supposedly was haunted and I, I've heard stuff and I've seen stuff. But not a personal message from no. someone who passed away. No. Now, do you believe in this? Yeah. I do. I just don't know a lot of people who passed away is the thing that I was close to. Right. Knock on wood. Right. Just wood table. I always say that, Matt, like, you expect, like, I hate to say this, but you're, if your grandparents die of natural causes, of course, you you expect things like that. But Matt was the one thing that was like, this is the closest person who's ever passed away, and it, unexpectedly. So that's why to this day it still hits me hard, and that was a year ago. And it will always hit me hard, but, you know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no no good for that. And, and, and I'm happy to say that, you know, like Holly, you know, it's same thing, you know. I mean, like my great my great grandma and my great or my great grandma passed away, and uh, my great grandpa passed away. But my great grandma wasn't really the nicest to me. So, <laughs> uh, and I went to the psychic one time, and she said, "Oh, your relative is around you. Um, you have someone who passed away," and I'm like. What are you talking about? Because I don't really, I, at the, and that was a long time ago, and I'm like, I don't really have anybody who passed away. I'm like, oh, you know, well, my great grandma had passed away. Oh, it's her. I said, no. No, she didn't like fuck me. Off. So, <laughs> she's not coming to visit. Well, no, me, she so. was saying she's sorry. I'm like, yeah, you just pulled that out of your butt. Because you, like, <laughs> you didn't say that before that. Like, <laughs> why would she hang out around me? You know? It's, it's funny because my, <laughs> my great aunt Del came through in a reading with Christy, and because she kept saying, uh, yeah, she keeps waving. She's waving like frantically, and she's very excited. She keeps saying hi, Ke-. tell us that hi, Casey, hi, Casey, and uh, she keeps saying dad's side, dad's side. And I was like, my my great aunt Dell, I go because she would do hi, Casey. You know, she would wave <laughs> like that. You know, she had like tons of. Re- she dressed like a pimp, right? She got <laughs> she had rings on every hand, and she had like a legit cloak, like it was. I mean, it was her sweater always on her shoulders, but like with a chain around it. Are you sure it. she wasn't an actual madame? Like, dude, she had, had she had a, a staff too, like with a metal knob. Uh, yeah, beat the yeah. bitches with. Yeah, <laughs> they got a snake on it. Del's a poop. 
you know? So I mean, our also bad. our our grandma and our grandpa passed away, but they had 15 kids. I mean, if they're going to come back and visit anybody, it'd be one of those 15 kids. <laughs> right. You know? Then there's so many cousins. Uh, I don't think I'm on that list for someone to visit me. <laughs> right. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I've had experience, like I said, with uh, spirits, but not anything close where I felt oh, this is so-and-so, and I know that they're here, you know? Right. It was more like, whoa, that was kind of freaky. Watch this going to happen tonight. Right. Oh, jeez, don't say that. I always, right. driving. <laughs> I always feel like I'm going to look in the rear view mirror. It's like, your grandma's here now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that, you know, I, it's the I feel... Be careful what you wish for. That freaking, that robot. Run my ass off the road because you didn't like me. <laughs> I just made your great-grandma as a robot now. It's just fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace. I put our our troubles aside. Die, robot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I, I hope you're having fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in heaven. I, I wish you well. Just please don't come visit me. <laughs> Love, Holly. Uh, all right. So I mean, we started late, but do you guys want to do a, a just a two song break, and we'll we'll get into one more thing. Sure. All right. Hey y'all. So let me wait till this link reloads because I didn't hit reload, but I did it anyway because it's a piece of shit. Uh, this is from CBS Local New York. There is a New Jersey hotline for clergy sex abuse claims, and it's flooded with calls. Officials say. And let's wait till it loads, even though I'm connected to the Wi-Fi. And here we go. And okay. <laughs> One, two, three, four. <laughs> a hotline created to document uh, reports of clergy sex abuse in New Jersey is receiving so many calls that some can't, uh, some can't even get through. The round-the-clock call center opened last week. Uh, fudge! And it keeps loading! Stop. Stop loading. What are you doing? It makes me think, how is Toronto doing with that new sex robot place? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, Jess, you weren't here. Oh, yeah, you weren't here. Yeah, a sex robot place Yeah, well, while, that's, while that's loading, uh, Casey's loading her page, there is a new um, sex, like, brothel for it's robots. Robot brothel? So, so, yes, but supposedly there's no humans there. And you go in and you put your money, I don't know if it's a machine or what, and you select your time. Do you time. like stick it right into there like an ATM like in the robot and I then guess. it just immediately starts yeah. banging you? Well, no, you you go in a room. Oh. And you whatever robot you select and you get so much time period based on how much, you know, money you put in. But it said that there's no people there. Well, how how is it sanitary? Like cuz how Who's are they cleaning clean? the robot? Like, well, maybe the people are coming in at late at night and like But how are you cleaning but, them? Because, right. Or someone's like in the back between because, customers. Because I said I was telling Casey I'm like, well, the only way I, way I see that being a good thing is if people are sh- ashamed and they don't want people to see them coming in and then it's more private for them. But this place is right next to yeah. a massage therapy place and a nail um, a nail place and a dry cleaner. Yeah, like in a strip mall. And uh, <laughs> I think that uh, there's a school or something. Like a kids' Canada. school not too far away. So the people were oh my cost, god, like 
having an uproar about it because they said that that's not good I mean, for their area. Zoning violations. He's like, man, they're Rothel, be rolling school. in the dough. Yeah, but, this is a great the, idea. The Every dad is, is going to drop their kid off at elementary and then head yeah. right down the road for a bot. Job, but the, the, job. get that job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the freaky thing is, they were talking about how this is actually a good thing for the public because you can act out your violent fantasies, and it'll help um, the public because people won't mm-hmm. take their violent fantasies out on uh, actual sex trades and women people. and such. I mean, yeah, but, but robots are really expensive if you break them. So. Oh, well, that's what I was saying too. I'm like, well. Are these like super strength robots? Like, <laughs> they'll kick your ass. They top. fight back. They don't fall over. And, well, they might fall over, I guess, if they're like, oh, you hit me. Oh, but, like, and then I said, well, what happens when the session's over? Do they all of a sudden just shut down or they're like, get the fuck out? <laughs> they're like, like robot vagina just clenches clothes and you're like, yeah, ah, okay, I'll pull out. <laughs> oh, we are closed. <laughs> you know what? Someone's penis is gonna chopped off Lorena Bobbit style by a robot. Bobbit bot. It. The Bobbit bot. Give me that one. It's risky. This vagina is closed. Ah, she throws it out. Living on the edge. She's like, you know what? I don't have to work for this place no more. <laughs> I'm going on strike. Bot and, strike. Uh, <laughs> then she goes and watches um that the, the robot, female robot, goes and watches uh how Stella got a rubet. This was like a like, dream box. came full circle. <laughs> yes. Too freaky. Yeah, but it, um, the reason I brought it up was because it was supposed to, I think it was supposed to open this week or last week. It was just now, op- you know, it was just opening this month. Mm-hmm. And when we were saying the story, it wasn't, it was about to open in the next week or two. But if there's yeah. no humans there, again, who cleans the robots? Like, they're like, dump here's out a white bee. Can you dudes. please just clean out the gunk before you leave? <laughs> good faith. I don't trust good faith. I said, they like or, put their cart in and or, then a pack of wet ones pops out, <laughs> like the travel pack. Maybe it's like a machine cleaner where it just sprays out cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> it's Lysol. Oh, my gosh, Lysol. <laughs> With some um, vinegar, <laughs> I see a lot of AIDS happening yeah. in Canada from this. I'm just saying. Well, I was like, well, hopefully everyone's using a condom, but they're probably like, well, it's, yeah, it's robot, a robot. So, so. come yeah. to Canada for the no. bots. Stay I mean, bareback in it all day. Metals like antibacterial, right? <laughs> Stainless steel vagina, surgical steel. <laughs> Sorry, Casey. No, on. no, no, no. Well, uh, honestly, like because of our time constraint, we can save that article for the next time. Um, I would rather talk about the bots. <laughs> I mean, well, there's that still, you know, I was, I went to Total uh, Health Foods in Wynut. Shout out to you guys. And, uh, and they're very informative when I go in there. I got the colloidal silver spray. And the reason I got it was because the I was. Booty I, hole spray? <laughs> the booty hole spray. The reason I got it because I need it to be a little fresh down there. No. Uh, <laughs> I feel fantastic. I feel fantastic. Uh. Booty hole spray. Worst video ever. <laughs> uh, it's uh, I'm probably saying it wrong, but it's col- colloidal, col- colloidal. Okay, but it's not from your butt. It's a, it's a, no, it's not from my <laughs> It's a silver spray, so it's supposed to be silver particles, and you can use it internally or um, topically. And so when I say internally, I'm not talking about in my butt. <laughs> Although maybe someone's Just. using it for like. <laughs> 
I'm sorry, I'm 12. <laughs> She's like, are you douching with that? See, because uh, if it goes on top of the anus, you just rub it there, and then no, like it'll guys. sink into your What inner. is it about my butt? Do I stink? No. <laughs> um, Finally got some for that Buddha problem. We smell that's No, guys, I was using it in my mouth. <laughs> So I'm, yeah, she's, like, she's like, bye. I'm checking it out, guys. The reason I got it was because I walked in and I was having a sore throat. <laughs> because of allergies, okay? <laughs> this is just going all wrong. <laughs> but I was having allergies and my throat was getting sore. And I knew that it, probably soon I was going to get a cold. So I wanted to go in there to. No, I'm sorry, Jess. Jess is like looking up at the angels, like God save me right now. I like crying. I'm trying to stop laughing. Dead giveaway. So she said that the silver spray people use it because silver is antibacterial and it helps to um, defend uh, against you know germs and such. So if you spray it in your mouth because you can use it internally. You uh, spray a few sprays and then you swallow it. It, it actually helps to kill any bacteria. Huh. Right. So uh, chloroseptic. It's a spray. colloidal. It's C O L L O I D A L or something. It's colloidal uh, silver. And so I use it topically too. Actually, I feel like it, it's helped with um, cuts and stuff to heal faster. Huh. Oh yeah, silver is good affected. for that. Yeah. Uh, Burns. I need some booty hole spray for my burns and cut. <laughs> but and that's what I was fishers. thinking of. <laughs> was well, they say silver particles are antibacterial. Well, what about those robots? Maybe that was. I don't know. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to tie them in together now. Total now Health just, Foods uh, is hooked up with the robo. <laughs> robo Here's your uh, bulk supply. <laughs> Deliver it to Toronto. We're not asking any questions, guys. You're Here welcome, you Canada. What you do is your business. Holly's information just delivered you all from AIDS. <laughs> Helping one person out at a time. You know, New Mexico with vampire facials, Toronto and your robot sex. I'm just trying to save everyone. Yeah, what's going on <laughs> in Detroit? That makes me wonder. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't hear about that stuff, so it's probably worse. <laughs> probably, well, probably because it's the same old shit, different day. <laughs> right. So we went on the website because they have a website and it was different robots and you could pick which one was your style, you know, and then they had descriptions about them. Candies, you know, she's sweet, but innocent. She's fun. <laughs> she's very bubbly. They had an exotic one. Roxanne's like, she's feisty. <laughs> <laughs> a good time. But pretty. There, there was a, uh, there was an Asian one. I yeah, I can't remember. I'm just making like up a, names right there now. There was but. like a super like buxom one, you know, like the typical. Oh, big booty. Yeah, big bi- boobies. Yep, exactly. Kim thirty-six, Kardashian twenty-four, style. thirty-six. Exactly. <laughs> Baby, basic nine. Can I just go? On? <laughs> I'm a scared of robots, but I just want to go in there and be like, "Can we talk for a minute? Are you planning to take over the world?" Hee hee hee. One Ew. vagina at a time, or one penis <laughs> at a time, maybe. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's like Alexa, like trigger words. I, I want to see how intelligent they are. My booty hole. <laughs> Ow! Which, by the way, my uh, Siri goes off in the middle of my massages sometimes. When oh, I'm really? Conversation. I'll say, That's "I'm creepy. sorry, I do not understand." I'm like, 
fuck you. I didn't even touch you. Nobody was talking to you. Mine never goes off unless you push the middle uh, button. I'm I'm massaging. I'm not doing anything. And then me and the client will go, what? Um, That that wasn't me. (laughs) Mine does that if I like accidentally mince two words together like because I talk really fast because Michigan. Yeah. I'm here. Midwestern. And then it gets all confused and it's like, oh, did you say my name? (laughs) But but (laughs) no, Alexa, no one's talking to you. Shut up. But with the um, Siri, it's not supposed to be like Alexa where it's supposed to go off when it hears certain things. Oh, so. yeah, 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 yeah. You're talking about it on your phone? Yeah, Siri does. That's weird. So you should only be able to touch this middle button on the iPhones. And, and if you hold it down, it'll up. say, yeah. Siri's like, well, how can I help you? Or whatever it says. Uh, and then you talk into it. And I mean, sometimes it misunderstands what you're saying, but it shouldn't just automatically go off like, did you say my name? Did I hear vacations in africa here you go <laughs> hell no okay. you have like a first generation right. siri haunting on your phone or something you know i yeah my passport comes in a few i should look into safaris that would actually be really cool <laughs> siri. Yo, siri hey oh not now you're not gonna talk now you shy she's wicked you shy because you're on the she's watch wicked smart. she knows happening she's like only when i'm playing enya will you pipe up and go I don't understand. Say Sail Away again. You're going to get in your car and be like, ah, what song should I listen to? And she'd be like, you should listen she'd to. Like, listen. Bombs over Baghdad. She'd be like, listen. The car I starts don't... controlling itself. <laughs> I don't really appreciate you calling me out on the watch list tonight. That was not cool. <laughs> this is an A and B conversation. <laughs> oh, Siri, man. You little whore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I'm covered in bags of Doritos and Cheetos, and it is way past my bedtime. Uh, guys, this was a good show. Chills. No, was funny. Chills, guys. So I am Casey Pierce. I'm Holly. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Casey and Holly dot com for that robo sack and booty hole spray. Good night.